0: This guy actually messaged me, you know, asking for help to write his eulogy for his father. And he was a Christian man, so he liked that my profile was, you know, honoring to God. And he was like, yo, I'd love for you to write it. So next thing you know, he is the one that is responsible for sharing the words of his entire family at at the funeral service. So I'm hearing the perspective of each sibling five kids, and a stepmom. It kind of just reminded me of my future, if that made sense. Because everything that he was sharing about his father was so genuine, was so like the stories just made you like tear up just reading them. And like I just felt so much of like honestly conviction, but also motivated to become that that man that was described In this in the details of this eulogy for my kids. Like I didn't realize how much like kids pay attention to the little details and the way that they were sharing like the stories, all of them were just like little nuances of the father's character that was reflective of Christ and was just honoring to God and just giving and generous and serving and just loving and just being a great hugger and just like these little small things that you don't think are important, but are the most important things. And it just really just touched me to just be like, Man, I want it, I want that to be said about me from one of my kids when I'm all of my kids when I'm passed away, you know? So, you
1: know, the kids, they don't need a dad to be perfect. They just need your dad to be present. Right. Right. Absolutely. And so, you know, I think just being present in the moment and going all in on being a father, I think could be, is the best blessing that you can give to your children. And I think even as a spouse, like to your wife, I feel like this and you know, maybe, maybe you guys do as well, but when I go to work, I have to like check into work mentally. You get what I'm saying? And so like, you know, I'm, pull up and I'm like, okay, let me get my stuff and get prepared. Cause I got to go into work. But when we come home, we bring work with us home. Right. Right. And um, we just, then we just unload and, and we just are clocked out and we're still thinking about what we're supposed to get done at work and what we're going to do tomorrow instead of doing that practice when we get home and saying, okay, work is done. I'm here at the house. Let me go into dad mode. Let me go into amen. husband mode and allow God to move in, you know, through me in that capacity of my life and be present as a father mm. in that way, you know, I don't know. Mario, you got anything to add to that?
2: Yeah, you know, that's it's tough to do. And I'm speaking from probably being the worst at this, you know, in, in, in the past where everything that went on at work or maybe someone didn't perform the way, you know, I thought they were going to perform and bringing all that back home. You know, I heard this from a good friend of mine, Aaron. He said, you know. I hated bringing home the sloppy seconds to my family. Mm. You know, I hated bringing home the sloppy seconds of my love. You know, because when I'm talking to clients, when I'm talking to one of my partners, you know, I'm putting on the best face for them, right? I'm giving the smiles, and you know, we're having a great time and we're talking business. But then when I go home, you know, and mm-hmm. then I'm I'm like, hey, babe, do you make you know do you make any food or why is the house a mess? Like you know, like yep. when you bring all of that back with you, it's you know. This is, you know, your home is real life, you know, yeah. your, your job and, uh, you know, your, your business, whatever the case is, you know, those are great things to, you know, create some extra in your life. You know, you could definitely advance the kingdom in those ways, but me, my primary ministry yes. is at home. That's you right. know, like, that is my number one. Scripture even talks about that, you know, if you can't take care of your own home, I mean, you're, you're worse than an unbeliever you know so I, you know i don't want that you know I, I am a believer right and so um yeah absolutely i've definitely brought that into my home and i've been i've been terrible at that but the intentionality that now i've been bringing to my family and incorporating my mission, which I believe is tied with God's mission, right? Bringing that to my kids, bringing that to my wife. That way they're bought in. And it gives me a good reason to leave the work behind, but bring the mission home. Yes. You know what I mean? Yep. And so my kids are bought in and I teach them. I say, you know, babies, what's, what's the most important thing? And Bella and Elena, they'll say it's to love God. I'm like, that's right. What's, what's, you know, how do <laughs> we good. love God? Or uh, Who else that's do we amazing. love? We love people. How do we love people? We tell them the truth, and they're making the faces, right? Um, right, and how else? And, she, and we serve. That's right. And after a while, they're like, and we eat food. And I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. So, but you know, bringing that to my kids, and so they I'm seem sure, really, guys, they
0: seem really on board. Yeah, yeah well, they've got no choice. They're gonna get. You know?
3: Hey, but I can I can attest to what he's saying because growing up, my parents made sure that they instilled identity in me. Yes, at a young age, and I think that's mm-hmm. why. You know, going into my adulthood, I've never struggled with understanding who I am. I know who I am, I know who I belong to because it's what's been taught since infancy. And how did your parents do that? And so my dad would consistently remind me, so I was a troublemaker in school. I was always getting into fights. No. I was you what? know what? Because he's from the Bronx. <laughs> from the Bronx. <laughs> you know, I was a real I was a really chubby kid and I'd get made fun of. And so I learned how to be super witty, you know, and be quick with my jokes and my comebacks yeah. and stuff. And that caused a lot of trouble <clears throat> for me. And anytime my dad had to come and get me from the principal's office and bring me home, we'd have a ten-minute conversation where he'd be like, "Hey, look, you are a son of God, and the sons and daughters of God, we don't act this way. There is a standard that God has called us to." And he would always remind me. And any single time I'd leave, you know, if I had a gig, if I had to go play drums somewhere, if I had to go do something, go out with friends, he would always he would always remind me like, "Hey, remember, you are a son of God." And wherever you go, you are representing God everywhere that you are. Mm. And now I didn't take that into consideration in my teenage years. But when life really came into picture, Mm -hmm. the bigger picture came and I was struggling and I was trying to figure things out. I always remembered I have a God that I serve and I have a God that I represent.
1: You know, I, I love that, too, because, you know, a lot of the strongest families that I know, they have a great sense of... Like, we are, for example, myself, we are the the, the Ramoses, right? Like, Ramoses don't do that. Ramoses do, Mm -hmm. you know? But what I like was that it wasn't necessarily the Usadas. It was, we're part of a bigger family. We're part of the Lord's family, you know? And so you know, children of God don't do this. Children of God are this way. Children of God, we push through our, you know, and and we, we push through the pain and we we are successful and we are, you know, and so I, I love that, that he shared that with you. And, you know, similarly, my, my, my family, my father, was able to share some of that with me. Him even being without a father, being a first-time generational father for us, wow. being able to create that legacy because of what? It wasn't... Ramos, because he didn't have that Ramos legacy. Yeah. There wasn't that behind him. You know what was behind him was the word, and what was behind him was God, and so he was able to to you know create that. And, and man, I just I'm doing my best to pass that on to the next generation you know and thank you so much
0: please subscribe to the show we got a lot of new peeps here on the, as guests and i'm sure we have a the lot shows. of new listeners so if you guys enjoyed this show please subscribe please share it with a friend please subscribe to the youtube check out the clips that we post we're always trying to put out great christian content that allows to bring more people closer to christ and just really uplift the ministry and what we're doing out here in texas so much love to you guys and thank you so much